spread the fire. Welcome to SMWX. I'm here with Dr. Mbuhiseni Josie, the People's Bay of Academia and Politics. Yeah. And we are joining uh, Dr. Josie just after the EFF's May Day rally. So, Dr. Nkosi, thanks so much for joining us on SMWX. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for having me. I like this platform and I want to congratulate you. Wish you all the best and uh, call on all our people, particularly young people, to believe in alternative platforms, for alternative conversations that are not controlled by those who are in power, particularly white monopoly capital. So uh, I thought I should take that opportunity. I'm sorry. Uh, to ambush you in that way, but I believe in what you're doing. Yeah, it's I really appreciate yeah. that. No, we're, we're all about building yeah. a new platform and new voices, and that's why we're so excited to have you on this platform. Sure. Now, in, in his speech today, the CIC touched on the question of Marikana and the question of President Ramaphosa's implication in Marikana. How do you see that issue and just this moment that we're in in South African politics with the president who was implicated in one of the most serious massacres in our country's history, who's now the face of the governing party into an election. There are two things that are important about Ramaphosa's contribution in the Marikana tragedy. One is uh, evidence that he doesn't care for workers, particularly African workers. He doesn't care for them. And that reveals him as a self-hating man. Uh, who probably dreams at least once a day of escaping the color of his skin. Uh, the second thing that it reveals him for is that he loves money than he loves people. Marikana workers were not blocking a road, they were not fighting against the government, they were not, fight, they were not even burning tires. They were on a mountain demanding 12,500 rand as a minimum wage. And he is the first one to make an argument intellectually that they are not workers but they are criminals. Justifying the police to treat workers on strike uh, as people who are engaged in a criminal activity. And then giving them license to kill them. God will forgive me. I, I, I will never be able to see past that. Because I think Ramaphosa is unrepentant. Um, but also, the reality of the matter is that um, uh, uh, given an opportunity again, he will do it again. So the people of South Africa ought to know what animal we are dealing with here. Uh, we are dealing with a person, if you put white people this side, you put black people this side, you will always choose white people. If you put money this side, you put black people this side, you will go for money. And if needs be, in order to get access to that money, is willing to kill. Now, many people have suggested that there's a good side of the ANC and there's a bad side of the ANC. So, people should give Ramaphosa a mandate because he represents the good side. And that will strengthen him in his fight against corruption and maladministration. What do you say to that argument that the new dawn needs to be supported in this election? No, 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 no. Firstly, the distortion. Ramaphosa is not new in the ANC. And there is nothing that tells us in his entire history as a member of the National Executive Committee since 1990. 
as a deputy president to Zuma. He has never done anything that demonstrates to us that he can stand up for what is right when it's not fashionable to do so. Uh, what is eating him is an ambition, uh, a, a, a self-promoting ambition to become uh, a president, it's careerism. There's nothing new about what he represents. He has been there when uh, uh, all the mess that is happening in the ANC was there and he was the silent. And the world suffers more from people who are silenced in the face of injustice than people who stand up for the truth. I don't know. I don't even know what he represents. I don't know what he stands for. Except the ambition to become a, 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 a state president. And therefore, in my entire life, I'll never trust a person who only stands up for the truth when it's fashionable to stand up for the truth. So there's nothing new about him. That is the biggest lie the ANC has ever told. And uh, I'm happy because the people of South Africa know. So let's move on to this election. How are you feeling just a few days before we go to May 8th about where the EFF is? This is your second national general election. What's your mood as we go into this election? The EFF has survived one of the most cruel disinformation campaigns ran openly, unashamedly by South Africa's media. Um, and they did that because they saw the inevitable growth of the EFF. We are the future. But when the run this country, we're going to run this country. We're going to run it and we're going to deliver economic freedom for black people. And there's no weapon formed against that that shall prosper. I, I am confident about that, that future. The 8th of May is going to be sending serious shocks to the entire system and uh, there's nothing they can do we are rising there's nothing they can do uh, to stop us there's nothing so we are going to run south africa the sooner people get comfortable with that the better we are the choice we are what black people have been waiting for we are what black people have been dreaming about we know that we're not children of hatred we're children of winnie mandela we descend from subukwe from biko those are not people who preached hatred those are not people who preached murder those are people who preached love and you cannot say that you love somebody and not fight the conditions that make them into a hated people and that's what we are about we are fighting the conditions that make black people to be a despised and hated people in the world. That's what we are about. And so we are going to take back the land peacefully, democratically. We're going to redistribute it peacefully, democratically. Because you can't ask people to fix a country that doesn't belong to them. The 8th of May is about the land. The 8th of May is going to be Economic Freedom Day. So take us through, because I don't think people have quite realized 
just what a position you might be in after this election. Western Cape could be up for grabs, outdoing, maybe even Northwest. That's to say nothing of what happens on the national ballot. So some of the most important provinces in this country are now going to be up for grabs. And obviously it's a dynamic situation. I hate this question about, you know, will you be a partner with this party or will you partner with that party or won't you? But take us through what's going to be going through your mind, depending on what happens as we could be in new territory after 8th of May in terms of how this election... You are, asking, you are asking me a very impossible question. I'm going with the with one mind there are no many things in my mind there is one objective in my mind is to win on the 8th of may there's no other thing um, the people of south africa must must give us the baton must come out in their numbers every single vote counts but in my head i have no other thought but for us to get a majority on the 8th of May. I have no other thought in my head. I think first, if I have to think after the 8th of May, I've been thinking all my life. I we, that's the leadership of the EFF. Remember, in African tradition, you, you don't send old people. It's un-African to do that. In African tradition, in African tradition, you don't go around sending old people. They will take a very long time to deliver. Um, send us whilst the energy of revolution bends in our bones and that's one thing i wanted to ask you about just a new generation obviously you represent that from the eff but it feels like in this election a new generation has started to rise what are your views about this generation of young south africans and what does this generation need to be doing to ensure that we become the country that we were promised but where that promise hasn't been delivered the generation is not defined on the basis of age um, at least in uh, sociology uh, a generation is a consciousness that's why you, you find old people in the EFF rally they are old voters of the EFF but what they've taken a decision to do is to plug into a generational consciousness of change and uh, together with them we're going to inaugurate economic freedom day on the 8th of May and, and I, I have no doubt that we're getting support from sections of the population that many people discount, forget, uh, uh, and don't even talk about in relation to the EFF. Uh, they are very shocking things. Uh, I don't even think that the scientific statisticians have been able to properly understand what's about to happen on the 8th of May. It's not my place. My place is door to door to continue doing door to door and make sure that South Africans come out in their numbers to vote the EFF on the 8th of May. What, uh, what kind of nice funny things are you going to be doing in Parliament? Because you've got, it's too cold in this Parliament, we've got uh, sleepists. <laughs> Do you have anything planned for us? No, come no, after the 8th of May. You know, I don't plan. Eh. I, 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 think, I think that Parliament, this is my feeling, you see, I think we're going to run that Parliament. 
I think you might be looking at a, a, a very, very high possibility of a speaker who is an ANC, who is an EFF member. I think that's that's the possibility of what might happen. Is that on the 8th of May, people of South Africa might be handing over that parliament to the EFF. And if that's the case, I don't have to complain about the oil condition. I'm going to just switch it off. So as we round off. And I, the white shirts will be removing each and every member of parliament who sleeps. I was thinking to myself, it's going to be, parliament may have to invest in a lot more white shirts because 25 is one thing, but when you have more, you might start outnumbering the white shirts and then I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. Um, so, Dr. Ndozi, I suppose the big narrative from the mainstream media attacking the EFF has centered on this VBS question. Take us through number one, your current position on VBS and where it is right now. But number two, how do you think the mainstream media narrative has unfairly framed the EFF as concerned uh, the, the question of VBS? You know, I, that's a very good question because there is no proportional uh, news reporting in South Africa. There is an, a heavy agenda to discredit the EFF. But also, the most populist people are journalists because they chase numbers, they don't chase the truth. Uh, they don't chase the truth, they chase, um, they chase populism. They chase what's going to sell, what's going to get audiences. And uh, the reality of the matter is, um, you get that with regards to the VBS question. EFF, they say, took uh, 16 million of the 2 billion. But if you go check at the new check, if you go check at the news proportional reporting, you'll find that over fifty percent of the stories about VBS are accounting for 0.8 percent of what was lost, and it's a lie. But look, uh, that's the journey. That's the journey of a revolutionary. We're not. Uh, we're not moved, we're not shaken a bit. Because our people know the truth. If the media made a revolution, if the media made an unmade people, Zuma would have never been the president of South Africa. They should understand from there. Mandela would have not walked out of prison because there was a shutdown internally of the liberation struggle. But the people knew the truth. Apartheid media, liberal media tried to paint the liberation movement as terrorism but you'll never win you'll never win against the truth nobody wins against the truth the EFF is the future no one can stop it on that note all the best for 8th of May thank you it's been a tremendous pleasure I can't wait to see how this unfolds and also what you have in store for us in Parliament thank you very much and uh, let's come out in numbers on the 8th of May and uh, particularly to old people, the ANC has played football with you. Do not leave us with the ANC. That it continues to abuse us as well. It abused our parents, it abused our grandparents. Please, to all the parents out there, let us vote it out. Do not leave us with the ANC. Let's take it out. Give a chance to your children and let us make you proud. Thank you.
<laughs> and uh, everybody you must keep watching Suize Mpofu Wells X is an important alternative platform and we must all participate in alternative platforms that don't belong to either the state or white monopoly capital because no one person must own our discourse we must own our own discourse thank you very much yeah smwx no young people are around the decision making table let some new voices come to the fore follow us on whatsapp and catch us live tuesdays and thursdays out with the old in with the new smwx